the hard shoulder on News Talk with Nissan Subscribe and Drive. No deposit, no compromise, no fuss. Find out more at Nissan.ie. Welcome back to the Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cudahy with you until seven o'clock. The Pod Couple are with me, Sarah Madden of News Talk Breakfast, and Darren Cleary of Go Loud Selects. And this week's selection is the Coming Storm, a seven-episode series by BBC journalist. Gabriel Gate has Sarah, what's it about? So this podcast series explores the dark undergrowth of modern America and it tries to sort of untangle the origin story of QAnon and what drove those Capitol Hill riots last January. So I know there's countless podcasts about QAnon and these conspiracy theories, but this really is an epic journalistic effort and it's broad, comprehensive and looks at how not just QAnon could make it from the fringe to the mainstream, but how any of these theories have and will again. What is QAnon? QAnon. Well, QAnon is a conspiracy theory that was born in the United States. And essentially what they believe is that a satanic cabal of paedophiles headed by Hillary Clinton have stolen the election from Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's fair enough. Like, <laughs> pretty Perfect, believable. Perfectly reasonable stuff. Exactly, yeah. And the series itself, as we've said, is presented by Gabriel Gatehouse. Now, he's a BBC journalist. And the fact that it comes from him is quite interesting in itself because he's obviously a member of the mainstream media under which QAnon has been bubbling for years. So you can kind of hear him reckon with missing out on it. And I have a clip here um, where he's done just that and he meets someone very important to the podcast itself. One guy really stood out. He was bare-chested, draped in furs, wearing a set of horns on his head. And in his hand, he carried a spear with a sign taped to it that read, Q sent me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, one thing I'd like to say is this. He calls himself the Q shaman. He's friendly. But the story he tells is just insane. Donald Trump was apparently engaged in an epic battle against a deep state cabal of satanic paedophiles led by Hillary Clinton. And the cabal was trying to steal the election. Too mad to broadcast, I thought. And in what would later turn out to be a massive journalistic fail, I didn't bother filming an interview with him. So that then is the impetus for the whole podcast. It's all about how this Q shaman who was considered too bonkers to even interview could end up in the vice president's chair on Capitol Hill then the next January. Yeah, he's the guy in the riots who we all got used to seeing, of course. I've listened down to the first three episodes of this and recently... Um, I listened to another QAnon because as Sarah said there's lots of them there's a, a good audible one my journey into QAnon and, and that's very much it's just about trying to find out who Q is so for people at home again who don't know anything Q is this person who's kind of revealing who's got top level military clearance or something and, and reveals stuff slowly and incrementally on on, on these uh, kind of illicit chat forums that's where all of this starts uh, and hence the reference to QAnon but um, it's about trying to find him this is a bit different this podcast this goes right back to where 
I suppose, the deep, deep, deep roots of, of the conspiracy start. You can say deep roots is right because Gatehouse goes all the way back to the invention of the printing press and how <laughs> that was true, used. Actually, that's a great little story he tells. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah about witches' anuses and the devil. And it's <laughs> I can't do justice to the, uh, the way the printing press was used, but incredibly not too dissimilar to the way Facebook is used in 2022. But he really just tries to untangle the web and he does it in a very respectful way in a way that I haven't heard other podcasts or TV programs or radio programs that have tackled QAnon do he's quite non-judgmental he's quite reasonable like he he sets out a stall very early on he says I went to the States to cover this story and my biggest bugbear about journalism and international reporters in America is as soon as they get off the plane, they will find the most unhinged person and put a camera in their face. And he didn't want to do that, which is why he didn't actually interview the the Q shaman. So he kind of pulls at the threads. He he loosely does a history of the printing press, how radicalization via VHS was a big thing in the 90s. And the 90s is the particular area that he focuses on. And in particular, 1993. So Hillary Clinton and Bill are seen as the root of evil and the leaders of this satanic paedophile cult of which there is absolutely no evidentiary support to back up completely fictional in all way manners and Vince Foster the death of a a relatively mid-ranking aide in 1993 death by suicide started this strange conspiracy theory and I'm going to bring you a clip here from from Gatehouse and he goes back to the roots obviously and this Clinton aide who passed away and there were some doubts surrounding the deaths which obviously circulated in the chat rooms mm. of the old time the internet chat rooms and they were chronicled not by you know a, a right wing or independent or citizen journalists they were chronicled by a Daily Telegraph journalist named yes. Ambrose Evans Pritchard and it was called The Secret Life of Bill Clinton he wrote a book after this whole thing and looked into the death of Vince Foster who was this deputy White House counsel and I want to bring you this clip with Gatehouse when he actually managed to reach him on the phone Ambrose became obsessed with Vince Foster and then I got to know the prosecutor in charge of the case he wanted to open a homicide investigation and the FBI just cut him off at the knees they sabotaged his investigation can we meet up in in the next week or two uh, yeah, let, let, let me see what my movements are and we'll touch base, OK? Yeah, OK, yeah, bye. Thanks so much. But that was the last I heard from Ambrose Evans Pritchard. I emailed, I called, I left text messages. He just disappeared on me. At, at the start of their conversation as well, you, you really get the sense when you listen to the full conversation, Pritchard does not want to talk about this. No. Like it's, you're not surprised that he two minutes later to, you, he yeah. tells you, by the way, I never heard from him again. And he's still the international business editor for The Telegraph. You and know? he hasn't yeah. actually he's disappeared. He's got a lot to lose. Yeah, he hasn't actually disappeared. It, it should be stated he's alive and well. But that air, air and aura of mystery is really important. And it's contextualised a little bit further because they explained that this... The credibility of a Telegraph journalist looking into these conspiracy theories around Clinton and the death of this aide in 1993 gave rise to this there's no smoke without fire. And it kind of emboldened the the early versions of QAnon long before it had this title to think if the Telegraph journalist and the credibility they have as a big establishment newspaper mm. in the UK feel there's something wrong here, then there might be something wrong here. The reluctance of Evans Pritchard to engage later on is probably best explained by a contributor in episode I think four or five where he says the reason Evans Pritchard may not have engaged is because the book he had written about the Clinton administration and in particular that 1993 death of an aide in tragic circumstances was the equivalent of leaving a loaded revolver in a psychiatric ward 
for people who already had conspiracy theories. He said this was a watershed moment mm. that just allowed people's imaginations to run dangerously wild. Uh, did you enjoy? I've listened to the first three episodes and I am enjoying it, but I, mm. well, I'm two and a half episodes in maybe. Uh, did you enjoy it, Sarah? I wouldn't say I enjoyed it. I mean, I would absolutely recommend it. It's a great listen, but enjoyed? I'm not so sure. I binged the whole thing in about 24 hours All and right. I re-emerged kind of like bleary-eyed and shaky and paranoid. <laughs> it was literally like waking up on a Sunday morning after a heavy Saturday night. I was properly feared <laughs> because you're not just entering, you know, entering another reality. You're exiting your own and it's very disconcerting. Um, Like, I think the the... The, the way we talk about how things were spread is especially like the witch's hammer in the 15th century you're not just looking at how this spread but like how other things could be spreading as well and the name of the podcast is The Coming Storm none of this is behind us and the idea behind that is that the Capitol Hill riots weren't the end, but the beginning of something. So if you put that into perspective of the US elections coming up in a couple of years time, like where are these conspiracies theorists going to be then? And where are we all set for in the future? Yeah, and, and Gatehouse, he kind of makes a worrying observation as well. I mean, that the conspiracy theorists themselves think we're only at the beginning of something because, you know, suddenly all this truth is about to be revealed. Even if you're not of that view, uh, there is a view that we're only at the beginning of something because Jacob Rees-Mogg's dad kind of makes a random appearance tangentially. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, the commissioning uh, uh, editor of one of, yeah. Yeah, of, of, of this uh, magazine, like almost like a trade magazine at one point that this conspiracy theory about Clinton Clintons had, a, had appeared in at one point. Gives a anyway, credibility too to it have It does, like but, but because, is it William Rees-Mogg, um, uh, uh, you know, had an interest in this area, he wrote a book and he kind of predicted an awful lot of this stuff happening. And, and one of his predictions was the end of democracy. Hmm. Frightening. And I think the biggest issue around it is there's a sense that this is the beginning of the story. Um, like, it's good for if, if you've loosely followed or have had no interest in conspiracy theories, this is the best explainer pod because it goes through everything. It goes through QAnon, 4chan, 8chan, Pizzagate. Pizzagate was a big one where everyone had heard of it at some stage on the internet, but few really understood what it was about. And it radicalized one person to an extent where you tried to liberate the the people who were victims of this satanic sex cult. To suggest, though, this is kind of a, a reflection of contemporary America, Sarah, though, like Gatehouse arguably is is guilty of what he accuses other people of being guilty of at the very start, doesn't it? Like he, he he's... He, he ferrets out the craziest conspiracy theory and gives us an entire BBC-funded podcast about it. Yeah, but the, the conspiracy theory is believed by millions of people all over the world. I mean, there's a crazy statistic. A quarter of all Republican voters believe that this cabal exists and that the election was stolen. I mean, that, that's, a, that's a huge proportion of the, not only America's population, but the population of the world. You know, it's a frightening podcast to listen to and you really come away from it sort of shaking, to be honest. Yeah, there, there's lots of, and we should say, look, there's lots and lots of, of other... Um, QAnon podcasts people might have listened to this one if they did listen to it and they enjoyed it Darren any other alternatives I would, I would just go down the, the QAnon rabbit hole there's, there's the full rabbit hole well, get on to the, 8chan and the, wizard the, the, the rabbit hole of podcasts there's a couple of great ones that are well worth checking out to be honest I, I, I think this is the this is the de facto one this is the definitive title for me because I think it's given the 
the full story. I mean, a lot of stuff has looked at the last three years, the last four years, the last five years, and is focused on debunking it. Yeah. But what Gatehouse does is he just presents the facts. This is how it started. This is where it's at now. And this is why it's happened. So I think as a chronicle, it's probably the strongest offering in the area. Yeah, I liked the way it went further back than that audible version I talked about. Sarah, any other recommendations? Um, yeah, well, if you enjoy kind of a deep dive, which this definitely is, like I probably know more about the Kardashians than I do about the Clintons, so I would listen to it. Oh, the Kardashians fairly... aren't involved as well, are they? Oh, of you course they are. Oh, it'll make it to them at some point. You better believe it. Kanye thinks Kim is the lizard queen. <laughs> oh my God, amazing. Yeah, the Lazarus heist, another good one. Um, but if you really enjoy that sort of deep dive investigative style of thing, there's another BBC podcast. It's called Things Fell Apart and it's by John Ronson. Um, but this one explores not QAnon, but the roots of today's culture wars. So it's actually a really great listen as well. All right. Noble mention for last known position, last week's recommendation. Episode it. five dropped today. Oh my it. God. Ten Ah, oh, I'm sucked in. I, I'm. I give it close to a ten. Sarah. I'm going to go back to the to other Q code titles as well because that style of storytelling. I thought that was gone. I thought that was finished in terms of the radio drama yeah. had its day when yeah. people had no choice but to use their imagination. But it's going to have a resurgence. Yeah. Um, but like the the Q code stuff, if you're into conspiracy theories, you can kind of see how anything that's in a Q code, it's kind of like Black Mirror, could actually exist. In we could be doing a podcast on an actual BBC investigation on that at some point as well. Like these conspiracy <laughs> theories, they're they're wild and they're fabulous, the, the, but they're very believable if you're sold them by the right person. The BBC are not that desperate, Sarah. The three of us doing that. Anyway, Sarah Madden <laughs> of News Talk Breakfast, Darren Cleary, the pod couple of Go Lads Alexis, and thank you both very much uh, for that. <laughs>